Welcome to the Wake Up Call podcast, a show to raise your consciousness, deprogram and replace limiting and destructive beliefs, reignite your life and ultimately wake the hell up to your true potential. I'm your host and guide, Shannon Riley, and now let's get into today's episode. Hello, podcast family. Happy Monday, fun day. Today's episode is going to be all about making a goddamn decision because I talked about this on my social media the other day and some people really resonated with it in the sense that they still struggle with it. So let's take a hot minute to dive all the way into it. But before we get into it, we always start off with a review. So I'm going to read our latest review. It is titled, My Favorite Start to the Week by This App is Trash for Real. And she gave us, or he gave us, five stars. It says, this podcast starts off my week right every Monday. Every single week, this podcast makes me take a deep dive into my inner psyche and really challenge my thoughts and beliefs. Shortly before I discovered this podcast, I was having thoughts about cutting alcohol out of my life and Shannon gave me the extra push to do so. And I'm so happy I did. I freaking love that. We are so here for it. Here for people just questioning thoughts and belief systems that have just been on autopilot forever and, you know, literally waking up to that. That's what waking up is all about. And it's so valuable to just understand how we operate and maximize that operating system. That's what we're all about over here. So now as we get into today's episode, I have a couple of different kind of sections, I guess. But the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to deciding or making decisions is that decision making has somehow along the way become a skill that a lot of people really don't feel super confident in. And again, I posted about it and I had a lot of feedback of people just like, I literally can't even choose like what plant to get in my apartment. And my first question is like, why? Like, why are we behaving that way? Where did this really come from? Always going backwards, looking within to undercover why we do the things that we do so that we can understand it that much better, right? So the first couple of things that, well, I came up with three things and I'm just going to go through them. The first one is that we have always been told what to do. You know, we had our parents telling us what to do or just our guardians, whatever that looks like. We had school teachers and even just like the education system telling us we should go to college and all of these different things. And also sports. If you grew up playing sports, like You always had a coach who told you what to do. We honestly never really had to critically think about what the next best thing to do was from the start. We were always prompted externally and then we would start critically thinking. So think about this within school. You know, we would be asked a question by our teacher and then we would begin thinking instead of just asking ourselves a question and then thinking, if that makes sense. And this honestly resulted in never truly developing the muscle of self-trust because self-trust is just being able to rely on yourself to prompt yourself to take action moving forward. That's what trust really means. It's like, can you back your shit up? Do you know that you have your own back? Are you going to take action? Do you know that you will take action when you want to? I feel like that's what trust is all about, especially self-trust within is like, will you be there for yourselves? And that starts from the very beginning. You don't need to be prompted to do that. We need to be prompted from within to do that. So I think that's the first reason that we don't feel confident in making decisions is that we've always been told what to do. And then my second reason is a little bit different, also based on childhood, is that we are told no a lot as children. We hear, I heard this quote somewhere, and I can't give the 
study that proved this, but I think it's in the slight edge by Jeff Olson. But we hear no five times more often than yes as young kids. And this is when we are literally just sponges to our environment. From the age of zero to seven years old, we are in, I think it's called our imprinting stage in our mind, in which we take all in all of our environment and all of the I guess, cues and evidence that's happening in our environment. And we store that in our unconscious mind. It's like you're building up a bank of knowledge and evidence so that you can function in the world. And because we hear no five times more often than not in that stage of our life, we develop a negativity bias. And this results in us consistently not even trying because it's just like, well, it's probably a no. If I ask, it's probably a no. How many times have you like been at a restaurant and you don't even ask to change your order when you don't, you know that you're not going to like what you get. Like there's pickles on it and you hate pickles, but you don't even ask because you're just like afraid of what it's like who the waitress or waiter literally doesn't give a shit at all. Actually, they want you to have a good meal because you'll probably tip them better. But we tell ourselves like, oh, I can't ask because asking is bad because we were told no a million freaking times when we were kids. So I think that's another reason why we're hesitant to make decisions is because we were told no all the time. And then the last reason that I came up with, and again, you guys, as always with this podcast, this is just my opinion. You can take the meat, leave the bones. Everything I could be saying is completely wrong, but you know, it resonates with me. So maybe it will resonate with you. But the last reason that I think that we're hesitant to make a decision is because of our obsession with quick fixes in Western society, especially in America, especially in our age group, or at least my age group, I'm 25. But we are so freaking used to literally just pushing a button and getting a result with absolutely minimal work. Like think of a microwave. You just plop in a frozen meal that you bought in plastic and cardboard. You don't know where that food came from. You don't even know what's in it. You just throw it in the microwave. Hopefully you poke some holes in the plastic like film and then you press a button one minute, boom, food on the table. Let's go back like a thousand years. How did you get food on the table? Well, you either had to like go out and find food and then bring it back or you had to grow it on your own. And I don't know about y'all, but if you've ever tried to grow food, that shit takes so freaking long. I grew tomatoes and it took like six months. (laughs) Like next time you go to the store, like look at all the food and just like remember that all of that food has been like existing for like months, if not years before being that certain situation when we pick it up. We just have zero concept of where shit comes from and we have very little concept of especially how to grow food or where food comes from. But just like putting in the work to get a result. I mean, we have microwave, we have Amazon Prime, we have Netflix, we have... I mean, spark notes, like you don't even need to read a book anymore. You can still get an A. I mean, no, I did that because honestly, the books were stupid as hell, but you know what I mean? It's like, you can just go somewhere and get the shit that you need and move on with your life. And it's just like minimal effort, minimal work. And because of this, honestly, we have trained ourselves to basically fear any kind of commitment to any long-term or short-term work towards any result. So when it comes to making a decision, our unconscious mind is going to block us from just doing it and at least trying because in the past, it meant like if you made a decision in the past, it meant number one, work, which are like we don't like to do apparently in our society. And two, it also maybe meant failure, which is like a whole other story. That's a different podcast for a different day. But between these three things of always being told what to do and not building self-trust because of that, and we were told no all the time as kids and our obsession with quick fisses and just like pushing a button and getting a result, Amazon Prime, get it in a day. You have no idea where your food is coming 
coming from and how long it took to grow and all of these things like in a carry coffee you just literally push a button and get a coffee it's like where did that even come from in this machine we very much so are hesitant to make a decision because we don't really know how to actually make a decision for ourselves. And decision-making is a skill. And I feel like, especially with women, we really struggle with this. So those are my three reasons that I came up with. If you have another one, shoot me a DM. Let me know what it is. But there you have it. Three reasons why we are hesitant to make a goddamn decision. Listen, I know that Lululemon is the goat of all athletic clothes, right? But goddamn, we cannot afford that contract anymore. And I get it. The leggings are like butter. The line top is queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know about y'all dropping $300 on four pieces of clothes and I'm just going to profusely sweat through like the absolute dirty monster that I am when I work out isn't exactly ideal for me anymore. I felt like I was in this Lululemon prison, like Princess Fiona waiting for her knight in shining armor to come and save her from the castle that is Lululemon prices. Well, luckily Shrek and Donkey came to save your girl three years ago when I found Paragon Fitwear. If you follow me on Instagram, you know what I'm about to say. It is Lululemon quality for target prices, and it simply cannot be beat. Their biker shorts don't ride up, and the pads and the sports bras don't come out in the dryer. And the best part about all of it is that nothing is above $40. Yep, you heard that right. Shrek is here to freaking save you. But for real, you guys, once you go Paragon, you do not go back. You can browse their website at Paragon Fitwear, P-A-R-A-G-O-N, Fitwear, F-I-T-W-E-A-R.com, or browse their Instagram, which is the same handle. And if you choose to get something, you can use code SHAN, S-H-A-N, for 10% off of your order, saving you even more money. I have a highlight on my Instagram feed of literally every single piece of clothing that I own from them, and it is a lot. But if you want to see it on a real person rather than a website or an ad, that's definitely going to be for you. But again, you guys, once you go Paragon, you do not go back. Now, let's get back to the show. So now that we know why we struggle making decisions, the next best question to ask is, so how do we make a goddamn decision, right? It's like, okay, great. Like now I know why I'm like really shitty at this. So let's work to improve it, right? So it kind of feels like a little bit of a a catapult, if you will, in the sense that we have to go backwards before we can really launch off into the world or galaxy of making decisions. But we have to go back and internally address everything I mentioned before. So always being told what to do as a kid within sports, school, parents, all that shit. Also being told no a lot and experiences with quick fixes or any kind of work or project and really internally look at all of that evidence that's in our unconscious mind and clean up shop. We have to question all of these things, all of these experiences, all of this evidence. We have to question its validity. How do these experiences actually make you feel long term what kind of results did they really give you long term not in the short term none of this stuff is really because like your first automatic reaction is gonna be like oh well this and that's your short term result but how did this really impact like your overall quality of life in that moment I don't care how small the moment was but look at that bigger picture. And, you know, would you really recommend this to somebody else, to another person? How truthful was that situation? What was its foundation? What was it based off of? Are you proud of this moment? Like literally just asking you guys, ask better questions to improve the quality of your life. So while we're in here internally addressing all of these things, what we're really doing is cleaning up shop and understanding why we work the way that we work, why we operate the way that we do. And that gives you a little bit of power back because here's the thing with awareness, 
that's great. But you're still going to run these same patterns. You're still going to have the thoughts. They're still going to be there. Like just because you're aware of, you know, the cobweb in the corner doesn't mean it magically poofs away. Like you have to then go get a Swiffer thing and dust the cobweb in the corner out. Right. But that of course takes time in your mind because here's the thing. People will say time heals all wounds. No, it doesn't. Time and work heals all wounds. If you let time heal your wound, then it's not really healed. What it ends up being is a wound, a scab, a scar that the second somebody touches it, it's going to open right back up. Just because you forgot the scar was there does not mean that it's healed. So that was that was a little side rant within this. <laughs> but from this place of really raw awareness, we then have to reframe what making a decision really means to us. Does it mean lifelong commitment to work, which is like maybe overwhelming and overbearing and almost a little bit negative for people? Or does it just mean a commitment to at least freaking try? Does it mean a commitment to curiosity? Does it mean a commitment to commitment? What do you want it to mean? What does making decision mean to you? What do you want it to mean? It's like freaking the notebook. What do you want? And it's not that simple. I know it's not that simple, but you need to ask like in you know, in 10 years, what do I want it to mean to me? What do I want my higher self? What does it mean to my higher self? What does she think? What does he think? What does it look like in that area of my life? Just asking these better questions, these more kind of up-leveled questions will give you better freaking answers. Surprise, it's not that freaking challenging, but we just never do it because we never learned how to do it, right? Now, obviously, I recommend the commitment to try being your meaning of decision, hence, you know, the name of this episode, Decide to Try. Because if you maintain this frame of mind or mindset, whatever you want to call it, you are so freaking open to anything. And this allows you to not only like gather a lot of experiences over the course of your life, but also within that to learn what you really enjoy, which is duh, resulting in joy, which will result in fulfillment, which is hopefully your goal. And I think we forget that a lot of the time. I'm going to I'm going to hit that point at the end of the podcast too. But Now, when it's time to decide after we've reframed and we are super aware of all of our shit, all of our past baggage, right? Now, when it's time to decide, remember what you reframed it to and recognize the other voices that pop up in your mind and know that that is just from your past programming that we previously have questioned. But here's the thing, you guys, this is a skill that you have to be able to differentiate between these voices. And it's not freaking easy because you know what? Like, If you've never driven a car and then you're 30 years old and you want to go get a license, do you think it's going to be easy? No, it's not. Not only have you never driven, so it's going to be challenging because it's a new skill, but also now you feel so much pressure from society because apparently you're supposed to get your license when you're 16. So you've doubled the age and it's like, oh, well, why are you waiting? And there's so much baggage around it, right? Emotional baggage baggage that we literally just wrap it up like it's tin foil and we put it all around this situation and it taints the actual situation. I don't know how I got on that side rant, but you guys, you need to remember what you reframed it to and when in the moment you're making a decision of like, oh, okay, what color am I going to paint my wall? And your baggage from the past all wrapped up in tin foil is like, oh, well, you know, you can't make decisions because when you painted your wall when you were five years old, now you hate the color. Now it's bright pink and you're a 25 year old woman and you don't like bright pink anymore. Maybe you do, but we were wrong. And we just like go into these 
thought patterns. It's a pattern. It's a habit. And we run down these roads that we have already traveled down and we know them. They become the devil that we know, these thought patterns that are wrapped around decisions. So when you hear that happening, guess what? It's still going to happen. Just because I'm telling you this doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It's like the cobweb in the corner. It's still there. It's still going to be there. It's not going anywhere until you do the work to remove it. And what you'll learn is that that pattern is pretty much, I mean, at least for me and my experience, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be there for a hot freaking minute because you've been practicing it for a long freaking time, right? But because you are aware of it, you can consciously choose to either run that pattern. You're allowed to go back down the old road of that pattern. You can do it, but make that conscious decision to do it rather than just going on autopilot. So you can either do that or you can choose the high road and choose what you have reframed it to of like, you know what? I'm just going to paint it fucking purple. And if I hate it, I'll paint over it. It's not that big of a fucking deal. And then what'd you do? You made a decision, right? Which is the whole freaking point. Now, a little tip in here about different voices in your head. This is an advanced skill. However, it's worth it. You know, we all start working out someday and then someday later on, maybe you can do a triathlon or really heavy deadlift or some advanced boxing combos, whatever. Like we all start slow, right? So start slow and just do the work that we've already talked about this. Gain the awareness, question, and the validity. But if you're past that or you want an extra challenge, I want you to try to differentiate the voices in your head and literally have one of them be, I like to make my past programming. That's kind of the easier one to do a different voice than your own, a different, and if you're visual, like that's auditory, right? If you're visual, make it a different image than you or whatever other senses, like just make it different than you. It's not individually you, right? Because we are not our thoughts. We are the observer of our thoughts. So what I like to do when my past baggage, my past patterns come up, I hear them in the voice of Alvin the Chipmunk. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but because of this, it literally just reminds me of its validity and it helps me stay in the proactive mode rather than the reactive mode. Cause I'm like, dude, this is just Alvin talking. Like I don't need to take this too seriously right now. This is kind of literally ridiculous, but you know, I hear it. I acknowledge it. Thank you, Alvin. I appreciate you. Love you. You're so freaking cute. And I know you're just trying to make me happy and keep me safe, but I'm going to choose this road today. Okay, cool. 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 I'll see you tomorrow. Right. Cause it's still going to be there. It's still going to come up, especially with decisions because you guys, every moment of your life, you're making a decision with what you're doing, what you're focusing on. So hopefully all of that was helpful. And then also lastly, I wanted to add these things on. They didn't really fit into everything else, but I do think they're super important, but I want you to remember like to give you, I guess, a little bit of inspiration as to why you should make a decision is remember that the best things that will happen in your life and in this, you know, the history of the world, it all started with a simple decision to at least try. Hence the name of this podcast episode, Decide to Try. And also remember that the very freaking, very first part of loving yourself is making decisions for yourself. And this is as simple as what am I going to eat for dinner? Or it could be as big as, am I going to invest $10,000 into coaching? Like it, or how am I going to quit my job because this isn't fulfilling? Am I going to break up my boyfriend because or my girlfriend or my husband, wife, whatever, because I'm miserable and I cannot live this way. Am I going to do X, Y, Z, this really huge, scary task or am I not? You know, that first part of loving yourself is making the damn decision to trust yourself and just do it and trust your gut and go with it and trust your intention and your intuition. Because you guys, if you constantly shame yourselves out of that, 
You are getting so disconnected from who you really are, the essence of who you are. You're forgetting who you are. And that makes you miserable. You can make all the right decisions, but if they're not in alignment with your truth, then they're the wrong decisions. They can be the right decisions by by paper, by textbook, by society standards. But if they're not by your internal higher self standards, they're wrong for you. And I think you need to hear that right now. If they're not right for your higher self, they are wrong for you. I don't care if they're right for the teacher, for the coach, for your mom, for your dad, for your boyfriend, for your girlfriend. If they're wrong for you, they're wrong, period. End of freaking story. Another thing on this is to stop freaking second guessing yourself, you guys. That's directly going against your gut. Your gut's like, hey, Shannon, listen to this. We have this great idea. You should be a mindset coach. And then my ego and my like patterns are like, hey, Shannon, no, you shouldn't. You're not qualified for that. You suck at that. Don't do that. And then what do I do? I, in between these two voices, am sitting here second guessing like, hmm, should I listen to that or should I listen to that? Mm, I'm going to go with that. That ego, you know, they're they're right. They're definitely right. What is that really? It's the devil that I know. I know what the ego is going to tell me to do. It's going to tell me to keep health coaching, which I hated. I was so over it. <laughs> it was so, so painfully over it, you guys. I never want to talk about freaking drinking water again. I never want to talk about vegetables again. I never want to talk about any of that shit again. I don't want to. And because I went against that for so freaking long, you know who it hurt? Me. And who else did that hurt? Potential clients. The people that I'm working with now, my mindset clients, like watching them have breakthroughs. It's so goddamn powerful. And that never could have happened, at least between the two of us, if I let my ego run that show, if I allowed, if I decided to let the ego run my show right? So you guys stop second guessing yourself between these voices. Choose the one that goes with your freaking gut. Also stop people pleasing yourself to death for the love of God. People please yourself, like literally please yourself. You are a person. So people please yourself. Stop treating all these other people as if they're like up on a pedestal compared to you. You deserve to be in first place in your freaking life. Why are you not? It's not helping you. It's making you miserable. And that impacts everybody around you. People feel your energy before they see anything about you. Your outfit, your fingernails, your hair, your body, your butt, your big boobs, your six pack or your lack of six pack, your degrees, your money. They don't give a shit about any of that. You guys, if you take care of your mindset, you will emit an energy of just positivity. And I promise you it is woo woo until it starts happening to you. I had three people in the past week just be like, wow, you're really glowing. You look so happy. Wow. You look beautiful today. Meanwhile, I look like shit. (laughs) I like barely took a shower after a really hard workout. My hair is in a disgusting, greasy bun. I never wear makeup anymore. I wear pretty much the same clothes every single day. I'm sweaty. I sweat like a monster. It's also in Charleston. It's 90 degrees out and humid every single day. Like on paper, looks wise, I'm not doing too hot. But because I just sit there and I'm like calm within myself. I trust myself and I'm content no matter what the universe throws my way. I'm good. I got it. I'll figure it out. People feel that and that matters so much more because it's real. It's true. And not a lot of people do that shit right now. So if you can emit that energy, oh my God, you are automatically set apart. And that's not to toot my own horn. It's just an observation of the truth that is literally happening within my life right now. So I don't know how I got on that rant, but stop people pleasing to death. And again, 
Remember, you deserve to be on the first place pedestal of your freaking life. And something that comes with all first place contestants or winners, they recognize their areas of improvement or need for improvement or growth, and they don't avoid them. They dive into them. They lean into it. And instead of seeing it as such a negative experience, they're like, wow, okay, I get to I get to work through this. I get to grow through this. This is going to be awesome. It sucks right now, but it's going to be awesome on the other side. And they understand that that journey is what matters the most. It's not about the destination. It's never, ever, ever about the destination. It is about who you become along the freaking way. And that starts with a damn decision to lean into your area that needs improvement the most. And see how I see that's, or see how I say that's not your weakest area. That's not your worst area. No, it just has the most room for improvement, most room for growth. And that's a freaking gift. You guys, Think of this. How many species on this planet are there? I don't know the answer to that, but probably a lot. And I'm like, aren't we the only one that can use our brain to like improve the quality of our life? I mean, I don't know another, maybe dolphins. They're pretty freaking smart or orcas. They're smart. I don't know. Elephants are smart, but like we're literally the only species out of however many thousands or million. I literally don't know the answer. It's probably millions. That's pretty cool. But like we're the only species that can use the thing that's in between our ears, simply our thoughts to improve the quality of real life right now. Not it's like that, you know, other species can go through evolution, but that's generational. You can do this right here, right now. That's such a freaking gift, you guys, so that your area that needs the most improvement. What a damn gift. Oh my God. Do you think that fruit flies are able to recognize their area of need for improvement? Like, oh, I really need to start budgeting my my finances. Like, no, no, it's a freaking fruit fly, you guys. So start using the thing that's in between your ears as the gift that it is and recognizing don't avoid your areas for need of most improvement and growth and lean into that. And you guys develop the trust within yourself and just freaking decide to do the damn thing. Whether that means picking a new freaking phone screensaver or a computer background wallpaper or getting a new apartment that actually serves your needs. For example, I have a deck now and it's very simple. It's just an outside deck. It's not really that big, but it has literally changed my life because it's so freaking nice to just step outside, get some fresh air and get some sunlight on my face. Like picking a new apartment that actually works for you and is something that you freaking want or even like forming a new relationship, a romantic relationship or ending the one that you're in because it's no longer serving you on who you want to become. You guys, that comes down to a freaking decision or changing your career, like going back to school or figuring out a way to make it all work so that you are fulfilled. You guys, all of these things start with developing the trust within to just decide to do the damn freaking thing and just decide to try. It is not a tattoo. You probably won't have to stick with it forever. Even if it's like literally a career path change, you can literally change your career whenever the hell you want. It's also not a nuclear bomb. You guys, you making a decision is not going to cause mass casualties. Okay. By trying a different shade of fucking green on your bedroom walls. Okay. You can just make the decision. And guess what? Here's the cool thing about walls and paint. I've already said this paint over it. (laughs) You're not stuck with it forever. You also will very likely not die by the decisions that you're making on a day-to-day basis. It will not be the end of the world or your world. If you need to change it after the fact, if you paint the wall purple and you want it green, paint it green. Boom. Done. It's not that big of a deal. Don't make it a huge deal. It doesn't need to be. Just decide to freaking try. So you guys, 
That is my rant on making decisions. I hope that spoke to you. I hope that hit you right where you needed it. And I will see you on the gram for the rest of the week. But I will see y'all same place, same time next week here on the podcast.